time the is this. Place uh is. Whoa, I'm sorry. I'm reading the script backwards. I don't know. But this is the time. This is the place. And this is FC3 Monkey Business. Your one stop shop for everything geeky. And since everything is geeky, if you love it enough, you never know what you're going to get. This is your host, IMC. This week, we'll be talking about Looney Tunes, Heart of All Things. And after that, stick around for Everyday Hero and our question of the week. Good morning, children. Good morning, Chris. With me as always, Billy. Hello, Billy. Suffering stuck attached. <laughs> I'm telling you, you've been looking forward to this one, I think. I love Looney Tunes. Tanya's here. Hi, Tanya. Hi. Sherry and Chris are here. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. The monk is in the house. Hello. The bouncing baby boy. Say hello, Ian. No. Okay, fine. You're grounded. And Derek is with us for Which another house? week. Came in, say hi, say hi, say hi, and hang out with us. I speak for a living. Holy mackerel! You're in the I am going. Oh man, I think you guys are doing a lot better than I am. <laughs> I'm in trouble already, and I haven't even gotten through the whole introduction yet. That's crazy. Um, are we having fun yet? Yes. It's been a good week. Yes. It's been a good week. We're having a good time so far. Yay. Chris yeah. has the cheesy Joker smile working at the moment. Um, I won't how get many to laugh more, How I'll many more boxes somebody. have you unpacked? Oh, I, just about all of them at this point. I'd say by now, it's just about all of them. I think them. it's all lies. All it's all lies, lies. Lies. Damn lies and slander. Half of them. And statistics. I would say half of them. Um, but, you know, it was like I said in the last uh, episode, it, it's, it's weird. It's like I have, a, I focus on one room, and but then something will catch my attention and I'll go to another room to get something. And then while I'm there, I start working on something else entirely. And then it leads me to another room. Then suddenly I'm in the basement and I have no idea how the hell I got there. That's me doing yard work. It's, it's, and, and I do you end, end up, up in the basement. basement too? That's amazing. Oops. Well, it when happens. you eventually get to the basement, you've uh-huh. got to figure out what you're keeping in those cabinets and what you're yeah. not. Yeah. Well, I know I needed cabinets. to humidifier. Because it's already ugly down there. Ugh. Oh, man. So that's a happen. That's a thing. Um, and my birthday's coming up. So mm. hint, hint. No, I'm just kidding. No, I wouldn't want to dehumidifier mom. for my birthday. Yeah, that's it. I'll, I'll hit my mom up because she, she's like practical. <laughs> um, so let's get to business because we want to get to the items at hand because I think this is going to be a fun and or, and or interesting episode. I think so. Uh, so let's do our sponsor shout outs. You want to be part of FC3 Monkey Business and Mighty Monkey Corporation? There are a few ways of doing that. The first is to become a sponsor. We have a sponsorship level of all kinds and even willing to create custom sponsorship packets. Please contact contact us at sponsorships at fc3roc.org. Patreon is the next idea by supporting us. Uh, You can support us on Patreon. Please check us out at www.patreon.com backslash FC3ROC. All membership levels will include access to the Patreon-only blog, plus tons of great perks at all levels, including early podcast, Twitch, and convention information. Shout out to our amazing patrons, Jen Bevan, and our newest patron, Ramon Aiello. Thank you for supporting us. I'm told that Ramon's name is, is Ray, but... I like saying no. Ramon. It's very Ramon classy. Ramon is his name. And it's Ramon but, is his name. But he name. goes by Ray. He goes by Ray. Well, hi, Ray. And thanks for joining us. Reviews. Uh, we, we used to call him Silent Bob, too. Why? Because he, he looks, looks just like, like Kevin, Kevin Smith. Smith. Is he? And he did way back when Clerks started. Mm-hmm. Or when, when he filmed Clerks. So, so Ray is going to cosplay Kevin Smith for when we have Kevin Smith up in town. That would be wonderful. I think that'd be hilarious. You know, I, I always get the the Pendulette thing. He always gets the Kevin Smith. Nice. So. I think hasn't he? 
gone as Silent Bob for Halloween? Probably. He, at I this point. I don't know. So. He's gone as Mario. Um, <laughs> it's a me, a Mario. Yeah. And, All right. Uh, anyways. Anyways. So we're moving on. Want to help others find the show? Please leave us a review whenever you listen to us. This is the single easiest way to support the show and encourage others to listen. Every review will be thanked on the air and any questions will be answered. We want this to be a conversation, so please send us your questions. As a matter of fact, we have a five-star review that landed on us lately. On July 15, 2018, Truth 105 said, Fantastic listening for your ear organs. That was the title of his, of his review. Uh, a great podcast with relatable hosts, amazing subject matter, and wonderful guests. Break yourself from the same 10 podcasts and try something better. And he signed off by saying, Salami. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I love this guy already. I love this guy, and I hope I meet Truth 105 one of these days. I think that'd be fantastic. That, that so, would be that would be Ray. Is it Ray? Is that seriously? Is it Ray? Yes, that's right. Yes, oh, that's fantastic! That's right. Oh, now I even got now I got to meet this guy now. He's been one of my best friends forever. So, yeah, I see the Kevin Smith reference. That works. Yep. All right. Um, current Kevin Smith, not like old fat Kevin well, Smith. Well, when back when Clerks came out, uh-huh. Ray was heavier and had long okay. hair. So, so the two of them have gone on this this weight loss adventure together. They have. They that's awesome. Have. Well, that's phenomenal. Anyway, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Podbean, YouTube, and Stitcher. Is there a place you find your podcast you can't find FC3 Monkey Business? Please let us know. And please follow us on Twitter at FC3MB Podcast. And if you do, you got to say hi. You have to. It's mandatory. We love it when you say hi. We will say hi back. And we'll most likely be Sherry, but I will be known, I've been known to say hi myself once in a while. So You'll say hi on the air. I'll say hi on the air. Hi, how you doing? So anyway, so that's a thing. We're all good, though? It's been a good week? Yeah. All right. It went by really fast. It did go by really fast. <laughs> it's kind of strange how that works Summer sometimes for us. Summer is going by really fast. Yes. We fi- I, f- I finally was able to like jump into my pool the, the day that we helped Chris move. It was just so hot that day. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not jumping in our pool. No, Didn't you take yours down? No, it's still up. It's still it's up. It's got it's like, empty. It's got well, it doesn't have like like an inch and a half of really disgusting rainwater in it. Is it, it, is yes. it like got tadpoles and frogs? No, they're already gone. They're so, gone. Oh, okay. They moved on. Chris couldn't take the pool down until the tadpoles uh, developed legs and got away. Well, we had we had somebody <laughs> seriously. Come and take, I couldn't. I, I I couldn't bring myself to take do our it. pool down, and so we, Randy and I were moving the liner out of the pool. Mm-hmm. Out of the pool area, so the new pool could go in. And sure enough, there was this big old frog or whatever that had been living like underneath the liner or whatever. And I'm like, and it started hopping, and it hopped over my foot. And it, you could have heard me in uh, Rome. Yeah, I, you know, I think the the line of that whole event, my favorite line of that whole you, you know, the one pool being um, being damaged in the windstorm, and then doing all the pricing and going and talking to people, and then having the new pool installed my favorite was she asked this lady at at, at what was it, ace i can't yes. remember um or pettis whatever and she goes do you do you know of anybody who can you know demolish an existing pool and the lady thinks about it she goes well we have a kevin <laughs> <laughs> we have we both looked at each other and we're like is that kind of like we have a hulk <laughs> it, was, it was amazing the way she said it's like well we have a kevin and we were like we're sold this is it this is the place okay and, 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 uh, and, and kevin showed up and, and he was right there he was kevin's, in the building at the time and kevin's dad showed up and the two of them on one town. of the hottest days in june they were like something similar to like it was last week took it down and they carried it out to the mm-hmm. curb and every time they came back to the backyard they ran through the sprinkler where yep. Riker was 
So, yep. <laughs> so. that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So they were drenched with, with with the sweat and sprinkler water because Riker's like, my new friend, come into the sprinkler. It'll cool you off. And yeah. they did. They mm-hmm. sound like they had fun. Oh, they yeah. did have fun. The frog that jumped away from your pool, it didn't by chance say, Hello, Mahana. Hello, my baby. Hello, my friend. I think it did. Because, uh, yes, they... they uh, had top hat and everything. Yeah. Yes. How very how very subject appropriate. Yes. That That's... was one that Randy made sure that we would talk about today. One froggy <laughs> evening. Yes. Winner of an Academy Award. Nice. We're going to nice. get nice, to that. Nice tie so, in, Billy. That's, <laughs> that's great. So we're going to use that segue. You the man. We're going to wander through that segue. And we're going to follow through. And uh, so we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about Looney Tunes. Comedian John Mulaney. Going to break. I was a very nervous kid. I was anxious all the time when I was younger. But what's nice is that some of the things I was anxious about don't bother me at all anymore. Like, uh, I always thought that uh, quicksand was going to be a much bigger problem than it turned out to be. (laughs) Because if you watch cartoons... Quicksand is like the third biggest thing you have to worry about in adult life. (laughs) Behind real sticks of dynamite and giant anvils falling on you from the sky. (laughs) I used to sit around and think about what to do about quicksand. I never thought about how to handle real problems in adult life. I was never like, oh, what's it gonna be like when relatives ask to borrow money? (laughs) Now I've gotten older, not only have I never stepped in quicksand, I've never even heard about it. No one's ever been like, hey, if you're coming to visit, take I-90, because I-95 has a little quicksand in the middle. <laughs> Looks like regular sand, but then you're going to start to sink into it. Looney Tunes is an American animated series of comedy short films produced by Warner Brothers from 1930 to 1969, alongside its sister series, Merry Melodies. It was known for introducing such famous cartoon characters as Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Porky Pig, Elmer Fudd, Tweety, Sylvester, Granny, Yosemite Sam, Foghorn Leghorn, Marvin the Martian, Pepe Le Pew, Speedy Gonzalez, Tasmanian Devil, Roadrunner, Wiley Coyote, and many, many others that Sherry did not put in a list that would trip me through <laughs> forever and ever in a day. You'd still be talking. Three I'd still be talking. Now. Seriously, the amount of characters. Oh, Yes, there's him. <laughs> the most popular list. character is Bugs Bunny. He is regarded as a cultural icon. And has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And you know what the best part is? Tell me what the best part is. He shares my birthday. He does. Yes, he does. You and a rabbit. Yeah, who would have known? Not me. I didn't know that until you mentioned it just now. So now I'm enlightened. Now I know that. Um... 39 where years. Go with this? Thir- yeah, to, it's one of those topics where we're, we're not going to be able to do it justice in 45 minutes to an hour. We're, so this we're is part s- one. This is going to be part one. <laughs> and, and you know, the things I want to talk about is not only just how much it contributed to culture, but also how um, it, 
in this modern era of of social awareness, how something like that? Uh, let me let me just go ahead on the, the limb and say it. They probably wouldn't be produced. Not like they are there right now. There are eleven episodes that have been completely taken. Pulled. Out. Yes, and wiped out from existence. They will never show them again. Mm-hmm. And for a period of time, they actually pulled all the Speedy Gonzalez ones. No way is that. Um, because they thought that it was an unfair representation of Mexicans. Okay. But you know who got them brought back? Who? Mexicans. Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when we had Mark Shiro on? Yes. And he said that growing up, the only representation of people like him that he and his brother ever saw on TV mm-hmm. was Speedy Gonzalez. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember him saying that now? Yeah, and Mexican-Americans were like, no, it's okay. This is our cultural icon, too. You need to bring them back. So uh-huh. they were taken off the air in 1999 mm-hmm. and then brought back in 2002. Hmm. And he came along you know, a later time in the Looney Tunes, and by then the cartoons weren't as good sometimes. Either. Yeah, that's true. There was some ups and downs, the, yeah. the classics. What, what's everybody's favorite? Billy, what's your favorite Looney Tune short? Uh, the, the, there's a trilogy okay. where uh, it's Bugs, Daffy, and Elmer. Uh-huh. And I think that it's Rabbit Fire. Uh, I, I actually pulled it up here. Uh, Rabbit Fire is the first one. And at least just the, the duck, re- duck, duck season, season rabbit season. Yes. Yes. <laughs> duck yes. season, rabbit season. Duck that season. always leads to Daffy getting shot in the face. Right. <laughs> always. <laughs> Without, without even a flinch. And the the banter back you. and forth mm-hmm. is hilarious. The wordplay followed by the physical aspect of Daffy's bill winding up on top of his head. Yeah, spinning on the around side his, of his face. face yeah. Spinning around. Mm. And, and, and still talking. It's perfect. <laughs> You're it's, despicable. It's perfect. Those three cartoons that make up the uh, Duck Season, Rabbit Season okay. trilogy are amazing. My favorite ho- has always been Rabbit of Seville. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Didn't you bring that up, Derek, when I asked uh, you if you yeah. wanted to be on this episode? Yeah. So Sherry messages me and says, hey, what do you know about Looney Tunes? And I said, I mention Rabbit of Seville at least monthly. There we go. <laughs> it's the reason kids learned that opera exists. Exactly. It's, it's right. so really. sad that kids today do not learn about opera properly from no. a cross-dressing rabbit. <laughs> That's it. That's pretty much it. Yep. It's Wagner. Wagner. Wagner I mean, and cross-dressing rabbits. It's there's all a whole... Re- kids learned big words. They learned pop culture references. Mm-hmm. They learned about sort of grown-up things through these animated characters. Now, and because and, I'm looking at some of the, the notes here, and it's, Looney Tunes was originally developed to showcase Warner-owned musical compositions. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of originally the, the original music videos. Yeah, um, it was basically made in response to um, Disney's Silly Symphonies. Okay. So that's why Looney Tunes and Merry Melodies. Gotcha. Were, were, the, two, were the two Warner Brothers. I don't properties. know why it took me so long to actually put that together. Huh? That's, okay. <laughs> that's some like modern shade right there. It's like, oh yeah, let's do well. We see your your symphonies, and we'll raise. Well, you we're going to raise the bar a little bit here. That that's interesting though, because with um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Mm-hmm. Oh my fantastic, god! Yes. Fantastic movie. Um, when Disney wanted to do that, they asked permission from Warner Brothers. Can we use some of your characters? And Warner Brothers says, absolutely. One condition: our characters get it just as much screen time is yours which is why almost always in who framed roger rabbit when you see a disney character they're paired with a warner brothers character mm. okay bugs and mickey are together mm-hmm. donald and daffy are yeah. together it's mm-hmm. so that they have exactly the same amount of screen uh, time who was with That's dumbo funny. 
because at one point I don't Dumbo remember. shows up and yeah. and the the brooms, <laughs> those yeah. those dancing brooms. <laughs> now I want to watch I, I <laughs> Roger I Rabbit loved, again. Yeah, I seriously. love to frame Roger Rabbit. I, I love that movie too. <laughs> it's a good one. It is definitely one of the good ones. But think, back to the, the music Please, thing. Some. The, do you remember Owl Jolson? The oh, owl yeah. that yes. sang uh, the Owl Jolson. It was the the re- the cartoon remake of the jazz singer. Okay. Mm-hmm. The uh, and the jazz singer Al Jolson wanted to be a jazz singer, mm-hmm. and his family didn't want him to. They they wanted him to be a rabbi. Mm. And in this, the grown up owls wanted their son to be a regular owl, and he wanted to be an entertainer. Mm-hmm. He wanted yep. to sing. He wanted to sing in the winter and the spring. Yeah. In the June. Yeah. No, that song's in my head now. Thanks for the earworm, Derek. Appreciate that. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Billy's playing it. Oh, is he? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't have headphones on today. Oh, sorry. I'm going to Tulio. I, I love that cartoon. I love to sing. And back then, I didn't know what it was, but eventually I learned. I go, that's the old song. I think that's what always drew me as a kid. To the the Looney Tune stuff was was the music aspect of it, because all the other Saturday morning cartoons they had the dialogue, they had the action, they had the you know the theme song, but then that was it. Whereas Looney Tunes and Merry Melodies and whatnot they they featured music, and mm-hmm. so that was more memorable that way. It was always sticking out because the, the you know that 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 harmony that that melody would get in your head. Yeah, that's why I liked the first season of Ren and Stimpy so much. Really, because <laughs> they I did never a lot really of followed it. I mean, I know about that. Log. That's about all. That's the only thing I really <laughs> know of Ren and Stimpy. It's log. It's big. It's heavy. It's wood. <laughs> Thanks, oh, Monk. <laughs> She's there. Um, we raised her right. Yeah, well, that's true. That's good parenting right there. <laughs> to be fair, I've never seen the episode, but I've heard the song enough because <laughs> we used to sing it to her all and, that, time. and that's also good parenting right there. <laughs> uh, I sing but, it to uh, her a lot. Let's or happy, happy, see. joy, joy. <laughs> But yes, uh, Looney Tunes originally developed to showcase Warner-owned musical compositions. Many have questioned why the series is called Looney Tunes and why its sister show was Merry Melodies, as the musical reference seems odd for a cartoon series. This is kind of what we were talking about. Well, Mm -hmm. the real reason behind the musically inclined titles is that the series was first developed to showcase, as Sherry was just saying, Warner-owned musical compositions. I'm searching through this this text looking for something we haven't talked about yet, and Mm -hmm. I'm not finding any at the moment. So I'm going to stop right there because they're... Oh, wait a minute. Okay, there was a dispute. Am I reading this correctly here? Over the show's budget. Okay, and the creators of the cartoons left with the rights to the characters in the cartoons leading Bosco. Who's Bosco? Oh, he was a car- cartoon character, sort of a clown-looking character. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that what would have been a disaster for Warner Brothers actually paved the way for the now-famous director, Tex, Tex Avery. Avery. Frizz Freeling and Bob Clampett, who introduced Porky Pig in, in 1935 and Daffy Duck in 37. Elmer Fudd and Bug, Bugs Bunny were 1940, creating Looney Tunes as we now know them today. So Bugs Bunny wasn't actually even one of their original creations. No, no. Bosco was the original character. Yeah. That's amazing. The earliest ones feature, he's, he's a sad little clown. Sad little clown with all mm-hmm. his music. Mm-hmm. And a, Bugs wasn't this, the character we learned or that we grew up with he really? started out very differently mm-hmm. still sort of a wise guy different voices you no know, just like any character mm-hmm. the early incarnation of both bugs and elmer aren't what you so eventually was it a learn different voice actor than mel no, Blank? it was mel but he was he hadn't grown into the voice okay yet. he hadn't he had figured out the yeah he hadn't he yeah. was still looking around for the character and then once he found that iconic kind of the rhythm brooklyn <laughs> yeah Brooklyn Bunny. Yeah, what's up, Doc? Well, did you know that uh, Mel Blanc was allergic to carrots? 
I did hear about that. <laughs> that so, but they couldn't find another vegetable or anything to make that carrot that, that crunching crunch sound for the Bugs Bunny. So, so he, he would still do that. So he would have a bucket of carrots on the so one he'd side, crunch and spit, and an empty bucket on the other side. He'd crunch, say the line, spit, spit out the carrot, and then take another one, spit out the carrot because he couldn't eat them. And it's not like they could have somebody else doing the crunch because so often bugs talked with food in his mouth. Right. That's true. I was going, and you know, and it was funny. Just as you two were making that mention, I'm thinking to myself, well, why wouldn't they have had a stunt cruncher? No, nope, because he, he talked with food in his mouth. with food in his mouth. town. That's bugs was that kind of a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say one of my my favorite ones in regards to uh, a Bugs mm-hmm. Bunny cartoon is the one where he's gonna love him and pet him and call him George. George. No. <laughs> Oh, we, we, with the so big that's monster. Where that came from. Yes. yes. We thought yes. that a lot. Yes. And, and then there was the hair golem. Yes. Yeah. Then there was the were, Yeti. The, the Yeti did the orange. whole. Yes. Then the big orange blob with sneakers. Yep. That mm-hmm. I, I just called him the hair golem. Oh, he has a name. What is it? The I, Gossamer. The Gossamer. He was Gossamer? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. I am but not going to doubt that. I remember Witch Hazel. I always loved Witch Hazel. Oh, Witch Hazel, yeah. She was awesome. So I actually used the hair golem in a D&D campaign once. Yes. It was very easy to defeat because they had all edge weapons, but still, it was for a moment <laughs> was or two. Was able to trim down his hair? Yeah, when they were done, was left with just a pile of sneakers. Now tell me what you think of this theory. Is it? Do you think most kids at first like the Roadrunner the best because it's all physical? Yes. I it, loved There's so loved little dialogue. There's the almost runner. absolutely no dialogue but when had, it comes to Coyote. But they had and, such strong rules. Yes. I, I'm seeing that. Uh, yeah. Scroll back to that real quick, Ton. So I want to I look that over real quick. Roadrunner and Coyote. Wiley Coyote and Roadrunner follow certain rules and laws. Some of the most memorable cartoons in the history of Looney Tunes and Merry Melodies were the ones starring Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner, which saw a self-professed genius coyote <laughs> hatch elaborate plans to catch a super-fast Roadrunner, plans which would always comically backfire. It originally was meant to parody the likes of other cartoons like Tom and Jerry, but soon became incredibly popular in its own right. And it, and it was one of my favorites as well. Interestingly, the writers actually came up with a series of a set of rules that governed the series. This included restrictions such as the fact that the Roadrunner was only allowed to only harm the coyote through startling him with the Roadrunner's trademark meep meep. Which was also the only thing you could ever say. It was the only line the, the bird ever had. Mm-hmm. Uh, the coyote is always more humiliated than harmed by his failures. And whenever possible, wherever possible, the coyote's greatest enemy will be gravity mm-hmm. rather than the roadrunner itself. In addition, all materials, tools, weapons, and devices used by Coyote had to be obtained from the infamous Acme Corporation. That was recently Rochester's had a little bit of a coyote issue. Oh, and, did it? Yeah, it has. It's been the news. Coyotes are in, like, Greece and around the corner. Wow. And I've always said, just look for the mailbox with the boxes from Acme. <laughs> That's where you'll find the coyotes. That's it. Nice. And although some of the rules did end up getting broken at times, it's incredible to think that such a fantastic and entertaining series also managed to adhere to certain rules. Do you know what the E stands for? No. Ethelbert. Ethelbert? Ethelbert. Isn't that like one of the original While kings of England? Ethelbert. <laughs> I think Waiting. Ethelbert's like one of the original kings so. of England. Yeah, one of the so. early Saxon kings. That's amazing. See, there's the I history nerd in there. I just love how <laughs> fast he was able to get all his materials, tools, oh and weapons. Know. It was from the Acme Corporation. He had well, Prime he, membership. He, had, yeah. he was yeah. on Prime. Yeah, Were Amazon. they delivered he by drones? He by a second on that one. <laughs> <clears throat> and the fact that they were running out into 
uh, midair, and he didn't realize until he looked down. Yes. <laughs> the toes. The toes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, then, don't look down. Gravity didn't exist till you noticed it. Exactly. I remember yeah. being three years old and standing on the couch in the living room being like, okay, so clearly, and this is a three-year-old thinking this out. Yes. Going, Clearly, right, this clearly, should work. if there's some sort of velocity, something about gravity doesn't work until you acknowledge it. So if I run off this couch fast enough, I will hover. Didn't work. I was like, oh, wait, no. Yes. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Whoops. Ow. I think I don't think there's a, a there's a, a three year old out there who's ever not thought that. Right. I you mean, because if like uh. you know, if you're not in trouble while well, your parents aren't looking, mm-hmm. then gravity must be the same way. Surely. Exactly. Exactly. That's see. That's a spec. My, no. <laughs> what? What, Chris? Chris is bowling that all over at the moment. I, I kind of had that when I fell off the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Were you fine until you looked down? No, it was the eep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gravity works. Did you get a sign really quickly? <laughs> no. <laughs> Clips up a sign. Oh no. My my favorite of all time was the one where he actually catches the Roadrunner. And then has no idea what to do. And he, what he holds up a sign. He holds he up a sign and says, "What do I do now?" <laughs> Hold on, I'll go back in a second. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It yeah. happens, yeah. It happens yes, he once. Was that the once. one where the little kid was watching the I cartoon? I think so. I think so. It's been such a long time, yeah. but that, that moment just hits me, and he's like, he's got one hand on the bird, and he's got a other hand on the sign that says, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. Right here, Tanya's looking it up. Catches Roadrunner. There it is. Oh, jeez. Yep. Yeah, that's a full four-minute episode, it looks like. We did uh Looking for it on YouTube. And enjoy. One of the gish things we did, we actually did a screenshot. I of did that. see that. Yes, we did. We did a. Uh, uh, we had to recreate a uh, an iconic car- a cartoon image. Mm-hmm. And um, I kept wanting to do Tom and Jerry. Yeah, she <laughs> oh, she was a big Tom know. and Jerry. That was that was her jam. But uh, it was uh, they did a Wiley e. Coyote and Roadrunner moment. That's I fantastic. was Wiley e. Coyote. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so what else? I mean, with a inventory of such classic characters. Oh, oh, we've got it. Oh, and I see the picture too. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Now, who's that in the picture with you, Monk? That's uh, Jen. Is that Jen? Yeah, she that chopped all her hair off. Oh wow. Yes. That's is that my recent? Is that this week? That was yesterday. yesterday. That was yesterday. <laughs> yeah. I do not recognize Jen without her hair. Yes. Honestly. So. <laughs> so you get used to it. And there's the uh, the steel wool muffler. Yep. Okay. And now we're off tangent again. Yep. Yes, yep. Sir, yeah. Well, we were on tangent for a little while. Yes, that was. But I mean, with an inventory of all these characters and 39 years of material, uh, is, is Looney Tunes out there still? I mean, I, I don't uh, see they it still as do much they're not, on Boomerang. But they're not making new Looney Tunes. Right. The Warner Brothers is still making cartoons, but they're not yeah. Looney well, Tunes. Well, I know Looney anymore. Tunes was from, from 30 to, to 69. Yes. And then there's different permutations. There was like, you know, the Tiny Toon Adventures that were Tiny in the Tiny Tunes 80s, were awesome. Tiny Tunes was a very good show. Where's all of it? Like, and the, the whole album of Flood by They Might Be Giants in an episode. Oh, I remember you telling me about that one, which was just awesome. They See, also the have is... one of the most disturbing cartoons ever created. What's that? There's one where they drink a beer, uh-huh. drive oh a car, God, crash that. it, and die. Mm. Is that one of the eleven that you can't get? No, back? that's no, that's a, that's Tiny Tunes, not Looney Tunes. Oh. oh, all of the all the eleven that were banned um, all have to do, have to do with racism. Okay, mm. which you know, that's that's something we I think we want to touch on for a moment. Yeah, because what is 
seen as racist now was not seen as racist then. Or we were at war at the time with the Japanese. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thus, no, there was a cartoon called Bugs Bunny Nips the Nips, yes. which okay. is a blatantly offensive term. Oh, terrible, yes. yeah. But they were our enemy then. Yeah. So yeah. it made it socially yeah. acceptable yeah. to a particular degree. But And I don't know that it wasn't racism back, racist back then. I think everyone knew it was racist. It was just more acceptable to be racist at that time. Yeah, and I guess it, there, it, see, that's a thing. Is, is um, I mean, that's probably a good way to clarify it. I mean, it, are there things that are, there are instances where it's racism or is it just it was accepted or is it you well, know, I, the changing of the times? My point is, is it st- is, doesn't, doesn't matter whether we're accepted. It was still mm-hmm. racism. Okay. It was just we no longer think that that's okay anymore. At least we used to not think it was okay, but I'm not going to go into that because we're not going to get political with this. Um, we, we have that coming up this season. We're oh, gonna, we do. We're, we're going <laughs> to we be definitely do. doing, we're going to be touching on stuff like that soon. Yes, absolutely. But yeah, the censored mm-hmm. 11, they're called mm-hmm. and um, they were... Too, deemed too offensive due to extremely racist ethnic stereotypes, including blacks, Japanese, Germans, mm-hmm. um, and that, and and then that was about the time that they decided to get rid of Speedy Gonzalez. Okay, mm-hmm. but they and, wanted and him back. Most of them were per production from Mary Melodies, except for one was Looney Tunes. Yeah, yeah, I'm seeing that, and I think that they are available on DVD, but as a uh, sort, it's. Almost like an educational. They're promoted as the. Yeah. These we don't say that the, these aren't how we think, but for sort of educational purposes, they are they, interesting to watch. To be able to, I mean, it's like it's not like all the way, were very good cartoons. No, they weren't very. I I remember some of them, and they weren't I very was good. Looking at this top one, it says all this in rabbit stew. I remember seeing this one. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was very late that they actually pulled them. But um, it's kind of like people want to censor things like Mark Twain's books for schools because mm-hmm. we don't want that word. And, well, you know what? That word is useful in an educational context. Yes. I can see these these censored 11 being very good in an educational context. Mm-hmm. Do we want to be showing them to little kids and make them think that this is actually an acceptable way? We don't want to use it for an entertainment purpose. No, but for an educational purpose, I'm glad to know, Billy, that that they are still yes. available for that purpose. And that's good because I think a lot of things get wiped off the board and then not talked about because if you ignore a problem, it stops the problem is almost like the mentality. And it's like, is that the right way to kind of go about it? I don't think so. No, because it comes back. Yeah, because yes. that's you know those who are who, those who do not follow history are doomed to repeat it or something yes. along those lines. Those don't, who do not remember history. That's it. That's thank you. That's the aphorism I was looking for. So yeah. see, we can get deep too here, yeah, Derek. I, I was gonna say because uh, I also I too can get deep with stuff. Nice. Um, I think the thing is is that that's what she know, said. When, <laughs> really? <laughs> what? Stop. It was a gopher ball. He Stop. had to go for it. Um. So we um my my thought on it um especially coming from the standpoint of. Um, in my actual work, mm-hmm. I'm uh, a linguist, and I work with a bunch of people from all over the world. Mm-hmm. That we we were really <laughs> bad a long time ago, especially in the 30s onward, at acknowledging that people could be different, mm-hmm. um, and you know that what makes people stand out as a culture was is like yeah, that's part of their identity. But then when you start like taking those things and um, exaggerating them like the censored eleven days because I remember a few of them, um, and that was just even back in the early '90s to a kid growing up. Something about it to me was like that is not cool. That mm-hmm. is not 
Um, that's not how we do things around here. But even if you take them off the board, somehow, some way, some dude somewhere probably blow the Mason Dixon. Um, <laughs> the Manson Nixon line is yeah. Robin Williams used to call it. Bless him. Um, <laughs> It's going to like have that stereotype, and he's going to promote it in his own way. Mm-hmm. So if you at least sit down, a 12-year-old be like, hey, look, Timmy. Um, so the world is a tricky place. Uh, you see these? These are bad. Mm-hmm. Don't be like that. You know, enjoy, enjoy culture. Enjoy people from other places mm-hmm. for who they are and what they are. But this shit's not cool. Yeah, seriously. And you got you got to tell kids that these days. You know, when when you come into town for studio, can you bring him more often? Absolutely. <laughs> that's because that's great. That's a fantastic point. That's the best way to look at it. And yeah. you know, so we have this this broad spectrum with within an animated series that was meant to entertain people. We have this broad spectrum. We can look back over almost what it's it's what's 80, 80 years now. It's been something like that. Thirties yeah. or yeah, ninety, almost ninety years. It's been. You know, since these first started showing up on screens, both mm-hmm. big and small. And actually, I'm wrong about them being released. Uh, mm-hmm. Eight of the 11 were shown at a film festival in Los Angeles to sort of test the waters. There was an animation expert hosting it. And uh, at the New York Comic Con in October 2010, mm-hmm. they confirmed that they would be releasing the cel- the Censored 11 completely uncut on DVD. But uh, it, it never hasn't materialized. Happened and it, it mm-hmm. doesn't, mm-hmm. nothing's come of it since. So. Well, that's, I, I'm okay with that. You know, mm-hmm. Being a younger person growing up with that, I'm totally okay because I think we have, and not to get political, as Sherry said, we've already got way too much crap that does not go in a conducive fashion in eliminating the problem that mm-hmm. that represents. Like, there's so, many, um, there's so many issues in today's world that need to be addressed, like racism and and violence and all these things and i mean you look at any of them we were we were just laughing about how daffy duck gets shot in the face and in that context yeah it's pretty funny like Mm -hmm. we all remember that be like ha yeah duck season ah great times but then if you look at the news it's like oh but that's not cool yeah there's a very clear line that needs to be drawn Mm -hmm. um and you know the easier it is to draw in that line where it's like okay it's a cartoon duck he got shot but it's not it's not real that's can i tell you something yeah when I was three and four years old, my mother's brother lived with us. He moved yeah. in with us for a while, um, and he was very much a hippie. Mm-hmm. We were not allowed to watch Looney Tune cartoons. He did not approve of the violence <laughs> in them. He did. He hated. My brother had a wall hanging of um, the Roadrunner, mm-hmm. and um, I had one of of Pink Panther, and he drew a mural on my wall to go with Pink Panther. He wouldn't do one for my brother with his roadrunner because he's like, it's all violence. Hmm. Is it really, was it really that violent though? I mean, here's the I thing. Mean, is- was the, actually, the censored versions of mm-hmm. the cartoons we grew up watching wound up on TV within the last 10, 15 years. It took out basically 75% of the jokes. Wow. Was, yeah. you know, the, the, the physical comedy of it was yeah. basically censored. And I, I think that's the thing is, is made them unwatchable, to be you, honest. You labeled with it you. physical comedy, mm-hmm. and that's the violence of it. Mm-hmm. And then I compare it to stuff that's, that's on the, the small screens for kids these days, you know, and, I, and I'll take a pass at, at, our, at our buddy Ray, who was with us a couple of weeks back. And, you know, Power Rangers is nothing but, in my opinion, is just, you know, acrobatic 
butt kicking going on. Lana right. wasn't allowed to watch Power Rangers yeah. when she was little. You know, and yeah, I think really of, wasn't. Think of G.I. Joe. Think of think but of that that's good parenting. You didn't rely on the the TV stations to censor no. stuff. Mm-hmm. You said you can't watch this until when you're old enough. Yeah, there was only I a couple things. That, there was only a couple things, and I watched them first. Chris and I really talked about several shows. There was mm-hmm. a couple shows she was not allowed to watch. She has no reference for things like Family Guy. She has no reference for things like mm-hmm. The Simpsons and South Park because mm-hmm. those are not for kids. Right. I, and then I, by the time I like, she was I like old you enough, deciding that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was like Barney. Ed, Ed, and, I, I, I see, and I see the point you're making Ed, with that Ed, one, Nettie, Billy. Yep. And that's the obvious one is is that, um, you know, where was I going with this thought? Parenting. Oh my God! Well, it is a parenting thing. We we are we're so wrapped up in what's right, what's wrong, and people telling us what's right, and people telling us what's wrong, and, and not letting us choose for ourselves. You know, in in our house, Ian will tell you, you know, SpongeBob SquarePants and Fairly Odd Parents was on the banned list because. Mm-hmm. I, we you didn't know, ban those. <laughs> no, like for my parents, it was okay to see Curly or Mo saw Curly in the head with a saw. Yeah, but no, not for you, and that's fine. That, well, that's, you know, oh, but you know what? I did watch a lot of what? Godzilla. The cartoon? No. With Godzuki? The, ru- no. the rubber monsters. Oh, oh the rubber they monsters. used to play the gods. They used to play the dubbed Godzilla movies on Sunday yeah. mornings before my uncle got up. <laughs> well, <laughs> so I think we it's, watched, at that point it's well, so fantastical that you just can't take it seriously. Yeah. But I mean, we talked about. I mean, when 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 I said that about the violence with, and you're like, was it really that violent? Yes, they really. The cartoons really were that violent, but we didn't notice it. So. I not I mean I, I don't believe in censoring them, but maybe I, I think we have this view of Looney Tunes because mm-hmm. it's something that we grew up on mm-hmm. that maybe rose colored glass lens. Yeah, kind of thing. We're, we I remember they were so funny, and then you look back and you go, whoa, wow. Like I mean, like movie, uh, like Disney movies that mm-hmm. you, they could never make today. I loved Peter Pan, loved mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Kidnapping. Oh my God. It's, it's like, what makes the red man red? Uh, that song could never get past Dumbo and those crows mm-hmm. and the Jim Crows. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> I mean, things that we didn't get when we were little that were just that I'm just like, I don't know if that's really something we should be showing kids today because it normalizes this stuff. Yeah. I love Looney Tunes. I love the characters. I was so excited about this topic because I love these characters. But now I know that if someone points a gun at me, I just got to stick my finger in there. It's going to blow up. <laughs> there you go. That's it. Life lessons. And I'll, and I'll be honest to all of our dear listeners. Um, this was kind of the conversation I was shooting for. When, when we were talking about Looney Tunes and I was like, yeah, there's a lot of great, a lot of fun stuff. But then there's a lot of deeper issues that we can really kind of like dip our toe into a little bit more because that's something you know we've, we've warned you a couple times in this season we were planning on on getting a little bit more in depth on certain things go ahead monk and then chris and they're okay. going to stare at each other <laughs> i saw Dead i saw your little hand again. up i saw your hand. It's, so well i'm gonna say that go. besides that the it also taught me a lot of things Such i mean it, it used vocabulary words that most Kids don't know. Oh, I, mean, I know. I, Nimrod. <laughs> but, 
I'm going to bring that I, up. I, I, I know that Albuquerque existed because of Bugs Bunny. <laughs> and you should have taken a left <laughs> turn when you got there. Exactly. Wall is uh, a real place. I it is. <laughs> I still remember that uh, one day on the radio, we had Jack Garner, local movie critic, right. writer, in studio. And I think Brother Wheeze used the word hirsute in a conversation. Mm-hmm. And Jack Jack thought it was a made-up word. He's, what's that? Jack's one of the smartest people I know. <laughs> and I know what that word is, and we knew what it was from a Bugs Bunny cartoon. From a Bugs Bunny. We knew that it meant something was hairy. Yep. And... Jack wouldn't. But we had we looked it up in the dictionary. That's amazing. And he's like, "How did you guys know that?" Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny cartoons. <laughs> okay, so Monk. Uh, this this is all like bringing me back to, I don't know how new it was, but it was a fairly odd parents episode where Timmy's grandfather comes over to babysit him because Vicky was like, I don't know, yeah, AWOL, for all I know, um, and. They go into what his grandfather thought were cartoons. And it, it very much bring it's like the old black and white ones. Yeah, uh-huh. I've seen that mm-hmm. episode. And it, it's definitely like he, he it like broke the TV when he initially turned them on. Right. Because he's like, yeah, that's the cartoons I was on. And they were, <laughs> it was just like, oh, well. Looney Tunes were in black and white originally. Yeah. Yeah, they were. Can you stop for a cross dressing rabbit? Huh. Yeah. Oh my God, I, that didn't even occur to me. <laughs> <laughs> these, were, these were the things we discussed yeah. when Cherry and I were talking about doing this episode to begin with. Yeah, that's like, oh wow, like yeah, a lot of that just like wouldn't fly these days unless we were being heavily prefaced. Like that. But Bugs did have a nice body. <laughs> that's true. The good uh, lipstick yeah. and makeup. Yeah, phenomenal His makeup, makeup skills, skills were wonderful. He knew how to, ca- he, he knew how he to carry himself in heels. heels. Yep, there you go. But, yep. but he must fact... be related to John Barrowman. Ah. <laughs> Barrowman. But the fact that it was being made fun of. Yes, yeah. the fact yeah. that it was played for laughs yeah. is definitely an issue these right, days. Right, that's an issue. Yeah. On a less, uh, to go back a little bit to what Billy said about new words, um, Bugs Bunny actually changed the meaning of a word. Did he? Yeah, what does Nimrod mean? It's a dumb person. Yeah. Nimrod was a great hunter in the Bible. It was a very obscure reference. He was being sarcastic. What a Nimrod. He was being sarcastic, saying, well, Mm -hmm. he's not a great hunter. Uh People didn't understand the reference and thought Nimrod meant idiot or stupid person. So it changed the entire definition for every generation after that as to what Nimrod means great hunter. That's global. What a Nimrod. Yeah. What yeah. a maroon. What a maroon. <laughs> and I still call people maroons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we think the power to create characters that are legendary. Th- mm-hmm. There's two characters, and uh, you referenced at least one of them in your notes, both uh, um, Tasmanian Devil and Marvin the Martian only appeared in five cartoons each from the 50s and 60s. Only yeah. five? Yes. Yeah, five each. Yep, but they're so... That's amazing. They're so yeah. iconic. They're, and they're completely iconic. Mm-hmm. Where's my PQ-34 space modulator? <laughs> that was my earth-shattering kaboom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Chris? Okay, to go back to what I was saying about Bugs Bunny. Cross-dressing. Carry on. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay, sorry. you guys took me off on a tangent. I'm sorry. So, but I'm, I'm very focused. On regular Laser focused. Laser focused. Um, because of that, wasn't unusual to me. True. So... It has both purposes where, yes, it does make fun, but also it made it very normal for me to see a man dressed as a woman and not care. That's 
Very That's fair. cool. Yeah. Not so a lot that, of people can say that, though. And it also took everything. See, I looked at everything different growing up. Okay. Um, you know, I knew that stuff was ridiculous. I'm not going to go out and try it because it's very obvious. Oh, I'm going to get hurt. Right. So there's lessons so you to be learned. Common as, sense. There's there's lessons to be learned as well, right. and not just take it as um, this is all bad. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes it teaches without having to even discuss it. And that's the fair point. Oh, jeez. I look to my left, and there's nothing but Bugs Bunny and, gro- and women's clothing. Uh, I found some really nice screenshots. And of he carried him. himself off seriously with confidence. You, I mean, it's, there was never mm-hmm. like it was never like I'm doing this to embarrass anybody. It was no. just no, this is. And you know, just looking back from my perspective on it, I'm just like they were using it as a distracting technique in order for Bugs to get whatever he needed at that point, whether whether it's Elmer Fudd to leave him alone or whatever. And I, I, I didn't. I didn't personally see it making fun of, mm-hmm. but other people definitely would. Yes. Um, it, it's like in Firefly. Help me out here with yeah. that. Really? <laughs> Nathan Fillion cross-dressing in Firefly. Well, yeah. It was a disguise. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Part of it was, it was a disguise. Right. Mm-hmm. What I find, but not all of what it. I find more disturbing about Bugs Bunny in drag now than the fact that he was in drag mm-hmm. was that every time he was, he was using his feminine wiles, mm-hmm. which is a little disturbing in a children's but, but that, but, Right, but that was the, it. The, wasn't the, that it was a it was a male rabbit dressed as a woman. It was let's let me use sex to get what I want. And, and that was the, <laughs> the perception of that time. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was totally the perception of the. 50s, 60s, yeah. 70s, so, that feminine wiles in order to bat your eyelashes and women will get what you want, especially if you put your leg, your leg out, out. Yep. or whatever. So not do, only do was it again. being... There we go. All right. So Ow. it was being sexist as well. Yes. Yes. And, 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 and it wasn't, but me, it wasn't a sexist thing. It was a, it, for me, it's a, why do we have to inject this into a children's cartoon? Because a lot of the times that the creators aren't necessarily making the cartoons for the kids, yes. they're making it for the parents. And I Hence can, Aladdin. Yeah, I can no longer. I, I absolutely. I, I'm sorry. I can't watch Peppy Le Pew anymore. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, I was annoyed. That, was, yeah. that one's tough. You're right about. I can't about watch Peppy. it because pretty much he would he, not take no. He he was a date rapist. He was the first Me <laughs> Too guy. Yes. Oh my God, he was awful. I just thought and he it was, was annoying as hell. And it was played for less. Oh, let me kiss you and hold you, even though you're obviously trying to get away from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stop! Yeah. <laughs> and how many men did that teach? Gotta well, you know, I, I love the way you assessed that, though. He's the, the original Me Too guy. Yeah, it was Billy. That was Billy. Billy said that? Yeah. I heard that comment. I was like, yep, that's that's him. Yep. That's definitely so I can't, it. So I can't watch Peppy Le Pew. That's one yeah, that's Yeah, he just, annoyed me anyway. Yeah. Like, I just found it obnoxious. Like, did you not figure out that that's a cat and not a uh, Yeah, how uh, smart skunk? was he? He's not really very. lonely. He's <laughs> <laughs> and wouldn't you be if, if you were that guy? Oh, my God. Boy. Don't give him a phone. Don't let him text. No, seriously. <laughs> yeah. That would be horrible. Good point. Oi. <laughs> Peppy Le Pew with a MySpace or a Facebook. I sent you a text message a few times. Uh, you did not answer. 
<laughs> Let me send you I'm another friend Tinder. request. I'm on Tinder. <laughs> Tinder. Was it swiping left or swiping right? Swipe Which right. <laughs> you Americans, you make my ass twitch. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> great quote though. Thank you. But I mentioned that most people start off liking. I think those little kids, Roadrunner and Coyote, best because of the 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 action, the violence, whatever, mm. and then grow into the more verbal humor mm-hmm. and then even the more sophisticated thing like how long did you initially like uh one froggy evening with the cartoon with the singing frog the hello my baby Love that episode. I, i've always loved but it you always like from the very first you didn't like grow into it as you got older i think and- from, from from the outside i thought it was energy because the shock value Mm-hmm. You know, you're supposed to have this surprise moment where the, the the frog is now suddenly dancing and singing and doing a musical. Well, wasn't it frustrating when the frog wouldn't sing and dance? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay, come on. It reminded Why me of cats and dogs <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> they will always make liars, liars out, out of you. you. They will not perform on demand. No. Nope. I think, like for me, um, growing up with it, because like there was a, Looney Tunes was a lot of what I watched, and I think a lot of like my perception of like comedic timing at least was mm-hmm. very, like founded on it. Mm-hmm. Is that Roadrunner and Wile E. Coyote have always been my least favorites, mostly because, like, growing up, and especially considering, you know, my background in theater and improv and all that Mm -hmm. stuff, that I loved Bugs Bunny because of his (laughs) ability to think on his feet and just make shit up as he goes. Yes. And, like, that's what I loved about him. I'm like, yes, give me more of this guy. Tell me more about how to manipulate the world to my, like, whim without a second thought. <laughs> he was also the first character of all the shows that I watched growing up as a kid who broke the fourth wall like it was going out of style. Oh, yeah. Right. Loved it. I mean, he would look right at you. A lot of the Looney Tunes characters I, Well, did. I noticed that more as as I started getting into them more. You know, like the Roadrunner and the, well, ne- would really no, never Daffy, do it. But Wiley Coyote. Coyote. Especially, yeah. Wiley Coyote was definitely, you know, he would always look at the, and he, like, would, he would reach out for, for some sort of empathy. <laughs> you know, the look on his face would be like, you know, hey, or, or you know, he, when he was going over the edge and he realized he was about to fall, he would look at you and just like, oh, crap. You know, that, that <laughs> but, but Bugs was the first everyday character that I would watch on a regular basis that really kind of did yeah. it. He would like, he would speak to you. And you know he was making his commentaries to you. He, you were sharing the joke with him. He was he was planning something, and you're in on it. He was the Groucho Marx of the cartoon world. Yes, because he always yep. flicked the carrot like he was mm-hmm. smoking a cigar. Mm-hmm. The nice thing about Coyote too is the way he teaches, because they use him like Coyote in mm-hmm. in all the all the historical stories in okay. the, in the um, myths and things. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Well, if, as long as we're talking about Bugs Bunny and talking, we got to talk about Mel. Mel Blank, the man yeah. who, of a thousand voices. Yes. His gravestone reads, that's all, folks. <laughs> oh, no appropriate. Kidding. It really does. That's yeah. I, yes, it does. I've been trying to bring up yeah, sorry, where, where Bugs is talking to a flight attendant. Mm-hmm. Well, and he's like, he's got the very... Uh, sexy flight attendant look and mm-hmm. the other one's just it was an actual female flight attendant she says like um, you know we don't dress like that anymore <laughs> and you're a male flight attendant you really don't need to dress like that But and Bugs is just like but I want to these <laughs> these heels do great things for my legs that's a much later thing that's not one of the original Looney Tunes no but, no, but I heels do that. great things yes. for your legs but I mean <laughs> not your feet but Mel voiced Daffy Duck Porky Pig mm-hmm. Tweety Bird um, Sylvester, Yosemite Sam, Marvin the Martian, Foghorn Leghorn, Speedy Gonzalez, Bugs Bunny, he did, and dozens, dozens of characters. Woody Woodpecker. I loved Woody Woodpecker. Did, <laughs> loved he, him. Do, did he do Woody Woodpecker? Yeah. yeah. Huh. 
Because I know back in the 40s, uh, radio, he used to be uh, semi-regular in the Jack Benny show. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. He yes, would he was. Play I love the Jack and, Benny show. And he would—he yeah. was the voice, quote unquote, of Jack Benny's car with yep. the you know, yep. sound effects and um, like the car. Sci- a lot of characters. Yeah. Cy, Polly the parrot, Mister Fanique, Nottingham train announcer, Jack Benny's Maxwell. Is that the car? Yes. A- and additional voices. Yep. Um, he also had Tom and Jerry vocal effects. <laughs> Barney Rubble. Yeah, he was the first Barney Rubble. <laughs> Heathcliff. Yep. Heathcliff the cat? Mm-hmm. In the movie. All right. Yep. Could we bring he was neat. Dennis the Menace. He was Leo Trinkle. So he and, Cosmo Spacely and, and the, didn't his son, the Jetsons. Didn't his son take over for him? <sighs> did he? I, I know a comedian named Joe Alasky uh-huh. did, but also probably Mel Blanc's son. Sure. Yeah. I, I think it, it was Mel it's Jr. gone through... A, a few different people, depending on the uh, depending on the project. No, d- 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 other way. Oh, Noel Blink. Okay, I could have sworn it was like his, his son or nephew or something. But yeah, see, he's done some of the work. All right. He's more on like the Tiny Tunes. Mm-hmm. See, this has always been one of my favorites. Hear it, Three Little Bobs. Okay. I think I know which one that is. Remember the story of three little pigs who one played a pipe and the other danced jigs. The three little pigs are still around, but they're playing music with a modern sound. I always looked forward to this one being on because for six and a half minutes, there was this mm-hmm. singing and the wolf trying to break down the pig's house and mm-hmm. a little scat jazz song explaining the whole story. And music is your life. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. So that's that's the easy way to relate yeah. to Billy is through music. This is the only type of jazz I like. Really? Is scat jazz. It's the only type that I can listen to. And when I think of the Three Little Pigs, I still think of this cartoon. The three Little Bops? Yes. Nice. Still think of this cartoon. <laughs> this is the version that I know. That's why I like Tom and Jerry, too. Love Tom and Jerry. Lana was a big Tom yeah. and Jerry kid. Mm-hmm. And that seems to be kind of a, a theme throughout a lot of Looney Tunes, is to have the, the two characters that are antagonistic to each other, and there's a chase. There's, a, there's always just like a, you know, pardon me for saying it oh, this sorry. way with Tom and Jerry, but Cat and Mouse. <laughs> you know, there's always this one person's after the other, mm-hmm. you know, and the tables get turned and this, that, you know, thing you never quite catch, but there's always the, the, the threat going yep. on. That seems to be like, like the, the regular thing. It's like the um, just the ones like, mouse takes cheese, cat chases mouse, mouse mm-hmm. runs into the hole, cat mm-hmm. says bad words. Yeah. <laughs> and then begins Dog to- Dog eats cat. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere yeah. along the line, strange things are, you know, mm-hmm. strange things are afoot at the Circle K. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you were there. You were, I could see you. You could see it. <laughs> Gotta show Monk that movie. Yep. I actually went to a Circle K recently. Did you really? <laughs> It's phenomenal. That's that movie's I, on Netflix. I think of that every time. They're making a third. No. It's a thing that is happening. No. The second one was so bad. Alex Winter showed a picture of him and Keanu Reeves together in the same frame, yes, and they're no. both on board. It's happening. Mm-hmm. I saw no. that. The second one was so bad. If well, you don't, maybe. And, and, and you'll, you I listeners, wish, maybe it'll don't be like know. the Highlander movies. There can be only, there should have been only one. <laughs> well, no, this, the third movie was okay. 
The no, <laughs> Sherry. No. The third one redeemed the second one. No um, one talks about the second Highlander. Nobody movie. talks yes. about this. It didn't happen. Okay. When, when I was pregnant with Monk, um, Chris wouldn't settle on a boy's name. He mm-hmm. kept saying, it's a girl. It doesn't matter. It's a girl. It's a girl. I'm like, well, just in case, we need to have a name. I was about seven months pregnant when we finally settled on a name, and it was Connor Duncan. Mm. And we started telling people, and people go, oh, you're big Highlander fans. And Chris is just like, and I'm like, I never even thought of that. Chris is laughing. I'm like, really? You did this on purpose just so people would say this to me. <laughs> Oi. Yes. Her See, name was- you would you, you know what you should have done is picked a middle name that started with a B and then then the initials would have been CBS. C No, because oh, no. it would have had NBC. And <laughs> and Duncan was actually what we picked first because it's my okay. mom's maiden name. Gotcha. Uh, can we talk about Annie Man? Animaniacs. It's time for Animaniacs. Animaniacs. We can <laughs> to the max. Hello, nurse. nurse. Oh my God. Also not cool nowadays. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Except for she was the smartest character on the she entire was. show. She, they had a whole song about it too. She was an amazing person. I love that woman for who she was. <laughs> yeah. Not what for who I? she wanted to be. She was a PhD. She was. Yeah, I, I remember that. And favorite, we actually... Uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. One Monk. of my favorite things from Animaniacs is the one where they're going out naming all the countries of the world. That's where I was going. And I have Chris look to your left. Yep. As a matter of fact, the very first, the very first video we ever put together for FC3 started off as a collage of it was sites in Rochester set to that, which of course is music set to something or to something else entirely. But our buddy Jason put it together. And and that was my inspiration though was Animaniacs Jacko doing going through um I got the guy who does them updated the song I heard oh my god it's it was, amazing it was, it was Rob, I love Rob it Rob Paulson is his name is yes. the the voice actor Ron Ron, Ron Paulson okay I think so. his, his name is Robert Paulson his name is Robert Paulson <laughs> no, so we're not talking movie. about that we're not allowed to talk about that anyway. <laughs> yeah we're not allowed to talk about that not the first movie. rule yeah. is the Fight Club you don't talk about we don't talk about Fight Club so. I think so. my favorite thing about Animaniacs was whenever they would harass like historical figures, mm-hmm. like the one with Beethoven. Yes. I am Beethoven. I am a famous pianist. We don't like you. You're a potty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Michelangelo. Like, Dust for fingerprints. No, I said fingerprints. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> there was so I'm, much laced in there for the adults that was oh just. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I can't help it if I'm cute. When that show was on, of course we were older when yeah. that show was on. Um, but that did not stop. It, it like everybody that Jen and I worked with with calling us Pinky and the Brain. Mm-hmm. What are we doing tonight, Brain? I don't know. Where are we, we gonna do, get? Same, same thing we, we do, do every night. night. We're gonna do blah 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 blah. No, no it was it was. Uh, Pinky, I, are you pondering what I'm? Are pondering? you thinking? Are you thinking what, what I'm, I'm thinking? thinking? Yes, yeah, Brain. But where are we gonna find rubber pants our size? <laughs> My favorite Animaniacs episode is the one where they actually take you into Pinky's brain, and it goes from point A to how he gets from point A to point B. How he the, and, and it actually and, makes sense. That's and me. It, and in the background, you <laughs> hear Brain thinking. explaining something. And going through something, and but it's just noise in the background, and it's just Pinky in the forefront, and it's going from visual to visual, and he's talking about this, that, and he's linking from point A to here's now he's in this point, now he's in, and then he gets to the conclusion, and it's like, 
I just saw where that went and I understood it. And now I feel like an entirely, I need a shower. I feel like I need an entirely, you know, like, oh my God. And it's, yes, it was, I was pinky in it, that. It was amazing. <laughs> you know, it was amazing. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> well, it just so happens that Animaniacs has gotten a two season straight to series order at Hulu. So for, that's coming back as well. Oh nice. my God! So it says here, uh, Yakko, Wacko, and Dot are waiting impatiently inside the water tower. And all right, now aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> yes. The latest brand of animated, animated chaos will be unleashed again. So Animaniacs is coming back. Bill and Ted is coming back. I feel like I'm 17 again. I mean, I'm happy that Young Justice is coming back. That's the thing. That's the thing. We'll yeah, talk about Rob, that. Rob, Rob Paulson, I was right. Yep. Somebody called me, you know, told me out on that. Come on. Sorry. <laughs> Shut up. We're not allowed to talk Robert about that. Paulson. Now, I saw something with Rob Paulson and another voice actor changing um, their roles that someone else was doing, like all the Rob Paulson. Yeah. Well, Rob Paulson does this. His regular. Um, a regular video that he does, a regular video cast, I guess, pod, you know, a video podcast that he does, where he'll interview other voice actors and they'll talk about stuff, and then they'll listeners will give them things to do in in their, their voices. voices. So, like at one point, he was he was um, the one I saw recently, the guy who does Shiro for the Voltron series lately. Mm. So it was it was Ron and that particular voice actor doing a couple of the epic speeches from Lord of the Rings in, but in their favorite character voices. So it was it was Shiro and Wacko, but they were doing. Aragorn and Boromir's I've argument. Seen something I've watched like, lots of yeah, those. those. They're freaking hysterical. Oh, awesome. Some of They're the ones awesome. that I was watching not too long um, ago. They were doing those. scenes from Reservoir Dogs, but but Ron was doing it in the in from Carl, from like from like Bob's Burgers and stuff like that. It's, oh, he was just bringing out oh the the weirdest characters to be involved in these these classic movie scenes. And he almost lost his ability to work after a throat ca- cancer diagnosis in 2017. Wow. Mm. Oh. He had um, painful treatments that saw him lose 50 pounds, but his voice is back in fighting shape. It good been a job. Lot oh, that's good to hear. Because he's, he's not just a talented guy, but he's a great guy, too. I've seen mm-hmm. a lot of interviews where he just talks to people and he, he gets to know fans. He's he's one of those personal mm-hmm. you know folks that you just want to get to know. Talking Tunes with mm-hmm. Rob Paulson. That's it. The that's the one. Thank show. you. It's on The Nerdist. Okay. There we go. See, that's a that's a show that you know I would recommend people follow. So, good Thanks. stuff. Like oh, uh, Beast Boy and the Teenage Mi- n- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, oh, stop. doing uh, Point Break was the oh, first one. No. That came <laughs> I am an FBI agent. I know, right? <laughs> the ladies oh of God. South Park take on Ghostbusters. Troll Hunters takes on the Princess Bride. Voltron nice. meets Top Gun. There it is. No. SpongeBob SquarePants travels to the office. Star Trek, oh, no. Star Trek meets Ben 10. Come on. The Justice League become the Fellowship of the Ring. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones visits the Simpsons. Nice. <laughs> so there's a lot of places you can take this. Yeah. Is that, can I see Vicky from here? Um, uh, crosses over with the X-Files. Yes. Fairly oh odd parents, yep. And I can see Phineas from Phineas and Ferb. A Men in Black. Yep. Fantastic. <laughs> and I think all these shows sort of took their cue from Looney Tunes. Exactly. To get back to our oh, that was that was my favorite. The the pinky and the brain and uh and the brain laps. Oh wow. Um oh. age comes to us all, Chris. I have no idea what you are. It rubs the lotion about. on its skin. <laughs> oh um, Silence of the Lambs. Silence, Silence of the Lambs, thank you. Name just flew out of my head. That one was fun. 
Uh, another good. I think that was the first one I saw. Hmm. All right. So we could go on we and could. on and on, so. and we will, and we'll come back to this because I have a feeling there's a lot more to talk about. Especially with now, new I material. want to go home and watch all six box sets I have of Looney Tunes. <laughs> there it is. We're going to Billy's house. I have twenty. I have time for box sets. <laughs> I have twenty-four <laughs> discs. I'll say more. I have twenty-four discs of uh, Looney Tunes to go through now. So. Oh wow! Oh, I'm sure I've got Looney Tunes at <laughs> home too. Anyway, wow. we're going to wrap this one up for now. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to do a little uh, some short segments, our question of the week, and then we're going to be moving on. Better. Okay. No, it's just it's music. music. It's music. So you can. So, what do we got coming up? We got events coming up. We do have an we event coming up. We do have an event up. coming up. Tanya, what's coming up soon? Um, we have the Flower City Mini Con at Grease Ridge, the Grease Ridge Center, right? Grease Ridge Center, Center Mall. On October 27th and 28th, exhibitors, vendors, and artists, tables for that weekend are only $75. So, contact Brian at fc3roc.org if you are interested. Yay! Go ahead. So, oh. and, and if you bring enough good comic books, you'll make that back easy. Yeah. Easily. Because <laughs> I'll give it to you. <laughs> so Here, hint, take hint. my money. Billy says, take his money. <laughs> take my money. Please. Please. Yeah. <laughs> Everyday heroes. Not all heroes. No capes. There we go. Wear capes. <laughs> Who is your hero? Do you know a fireman, a police officer, nurse, EMT, military personnel, teacher, or librarian who is your personal hero? If so, let us know all about that person, and we will give them a shout-out on the air. Please send your nominations to fc3monkeybusiness at gmail.com. I have a hero. You have a hero? His name's Derek. Derek is our hero. He, he is our, our hero this week. He just Dude's makes been me, coming through. Just, you know, just, just five years he's uh-huh. been playing. Five years in... To go through everything that he's been doing in those five years when and now, like, I've been playing since 92, level. and I'm like, I don't think you were even born in 92. Uh, I was one year old. Yeah, yeah. so oh, it's I'm like, so old. He's done more <laughs> stuff. I'm so old. I'm feeling it He's today. done more stuff in the five years he's been playing yeah. than the 20 some so odd bravo, years I've man. been playing. So bravo. you are my hero. I couldn't have told them the day you were born, but I did know the month and the year. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was November 91. It was October 25th. Thank I you. I thought it was October. No. I thought you were November, baby. No, I'm October. Okay. I'm Sorry. Scor- I'm, I'm still that Scorpio. Scorpio you're, right. Yeah, you're Scorpio, but yeah. I, for some reason you're, I thought you were the, early. You're the closer. I'm like on the cusp of Scorpio almost Sagittarius. <laughs> so you're on the other end. See, now yeah. I have a hat trick now because he's October 25th. Ian's grandfather's the 26th, and my mother's the 27th. And I'm going to go change all my passwords on all my social media now. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) They're now going to be password. (laughs) Oh, crap. He's got to change them again. Two, three, four, five. That's a stupid password. That's terrible. Oh, I have to go change the password on my luggage. Sorry. That's the type type of password an idiot would put on his luggage. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. I was going to say, that's my my voicemail password at work. Yeah. (laughs) It's voicemail. All right. So, question of the week is going to be directed at Monk first. Monk, what's making your geeky little heart happy this week? Ah, what's making my geeky heart happy? Into the microphone, sweetie. Right into that mic. (laughs) Uh, 
being here. <laughs> being here makes all. Oh, see, I love it. She missed she us. What's that she thing on your it's back? It's been a while since I've seen the monk lately. Oh, well, yeah, I've also got my tattoo. You did get a tattoo. It's yes, very cool. I did. What do you I got back it. there? Tell us a little bit about it. it it's, it's it's a, a witching it's a, cat. Yes, uh, I love a, her very much. She, I've got this cat face that says, "I know something you don't know." Yeah, that's the expression <laughs> in the eyes, really. And uh, I, I, I got her for uh, my goddess mom, Karen. We miss Karen. We do. How long has it been now? It's been a decade. <laughs> yeah. Has it been almost ten years? It's yeah. been. It's been just ten, past ten, ten years. years. Yep. That blows my mind. Yep. I miss that woman. Probably not as much as you do. Mm. So, but yeah, you got that ink, and who did the ink for you? Randy Smith. Randy Smith at mm. Rocking Horse in New Hartford. In New Hartford. Yep. Yes. Apple. Connecticut. New York. No, New York. Oh. Big Apple yeah. Music Plaza. <laughs> oh. So big shout out to Randy Smith at Rocking Horse Tattoos. Very Thank schnazzy, you. very schnazzy. I Derek, love it. Derek, what's making your heart happy this week? Uh, well, since last episode, since we talked in that nebulous amount of time, yes, um, <laughs> there is talk of me doing more on that channel, on Scraticus's uh, Twitch channel. Outstanding. Yeah, I don't know what kind of details I'm allowed to go into, but and yeah. How do you spell that You have an again? NDA at the moment. Yeah, uh, it's S-C-R-A. T-T-I-C-U-S, like Atticus, but with a, a scrap. With a scrap. Yeah, <laughs> scrap, exactly. Yeah, so you can find me uh, playing on there every so often and DMing and more and stuff. Look that up. And Look stuff. that up. That's good stuff. And stuff. And stuff. And stuff. And stuff. Tanya, um, your turn. What's making my geeky little heart happy this week? Um, we're going to be gaming a little later, and so when yeah. I went downstairs to um, put something in the basement, I walked around the where the gaming table was and mm-hmm. it had been switched out so it's now back to the big table so everyone can fit but it's going to be try to figure out who gets to sit in the middle on the other side of the table i'll be good i have my own spot you know my yeah you know where i'll be you'll be at the end so i'll be at the end whoever's in the there middle with Scott. is going to have to roll for initiative in order to uh, be able to get out of that spot <laughs> <laughs> we went back to the old school three table setup right Yes. Yes. Awesome. Because well, that will have plenty of space. And it's two tables going this way and the last table going the opposite way. So it gives you a little more room right. along the, um, the sides. Mm-hmm. I need to get out. Roll for me an acrobatics check. There you go. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's like just go under the table. Just slip under the table. Somebody did do that once. I, I know I've gone under the table a couple times searching for <laughs> yeah, dice. That was tequila oh. was involved. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drink tequila. It was vodka. Come on. Get it straight. <laughs> Billy, how about you? Uh, an app I found. Oh, really? Tell me about your app. Podcast Addict. Oh, okay. I think you were mentioning oh, Did I mention yes. this uh, on another episode? I, I may Well, have. you'd hinted at it because we were talking about f- where, where to find podcasts, and you had mentioned Podcast, podcast Addict. Podcast Addict has helped me organize all my podcasts, including uh, FC3 Monkey I Business. That. That's phenomenal. You, you can uh, find all the different podcasts mm-hmm. that you listen to. You hit the plus sign. You add the ones you like. And when a new episode comes in, mm-hmm. it'll automatically download it. You can control which ones you download, which ones you is just want to Is it platform listen. specific or does it go across no, all? No. Uh, okay. Uh, any, is, That's I, good. I, I'm using it on my Kindle. And okay. And I think you can, I've seen people use it on their phone. So iHeart, Podcast, yeah. Podbean, yeah. you know, uh, Google Apple, Play, it doesn't matter. All of it'll find can, it wherever it is. It'll find it wherever it is. <laughs> and That's awesome. I'm in the that. process of trying to search for it right now. I and need that. What's that called again? It's po- a, Podcast Addict. If yeah, if and if I start scrolling up, I don't know which one it is because I get the iTunes podcasts, and then it says the podcast app, 
And then Pocket Cast. Podcast overcast. Addict. I did. I clicked that. But Overcast. So See, Tanya's got some hunting to do. No, I found it. Yeah, but. She will be the podcast Nimrod. Yeah, you don't have say. an iPhone. Oh, I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have an Android. And I'm downloading it right now. <laughs> All right. It's the iPhone. <laughs> Shut up. Chris, it's your turn. What's making your geeky little heart happy today? Nothing? He's got I nothing. I got nothing. You got Aww. nothing. You got nothing? Nothing, Aww. Muffin. He got a rock. No. <laughs> <laughs> I said that last week when we were helping Chris move. Um, Ian said he had the front of the couch. Chris, she is your daughter. Yes, Randy yeah. had the back of the couch. Chris had the middle. I said, I have a rock. Yeah, I heard that. As I well. always Wasting. say that. That's, yes. that's why that's hysterical. Yes, yep. yes it does. Yes. I got a rock. I'm still looking for that podcast thing. Um, Any new shows? Nothing. I have been running. Well, yeah, there is something new. Ah, got, there we go. I got to go to the ocean. Nice. On my birthday. Beautiful. It was not what was expected. Because there were some circumstances that caused it, mm-hmm. but uh, got to see the ocean for the first time. I haven't seen the ocean in a good couple of years at this point. And and um, while I was there at the beach, I I played Arthur Curry from Ukulele the Mock. <laughs> Fantastic! I, I blared it on the I blared it on the truck. Nice with the windows down. Yep, that's nice. outstanding. I that's classic. Know that. That's awesome. Oh yeah. I'm sad now. Podcast Addict is only for Android It's not for iPhone. I'm sorry. Yeah, whatever. When are you upgrading your phone? (laughs) When are you getting a real phone? How many Uh times have you wanted to throw your phone because you couldn't handle your droid lately? This oh, one, this one sucks, but that yeah, does, that's no. not indicative of Android phones. Oh, it's just no, that this phone one in sucks. particular. Yes, You've been what do you co- have? Uh, LG V twenty. Mm. I want to go back to the Galaxy series badly. I, we have Galaxy Eight. We've invented a new button. Come buy our new eight hundred dollar phone. Yeah. I will not go. <laughs> no, I will not go up to the iPhone ten, the iPhone X. It's just ridiculous. It's like my my parents are contemplating upgrading, and my dad is he's got. A seven or an eight. I think he's got the seven plus, like I do. It's a thousand dollars for the for, yeah, I- iPhone 10. ten. Oh, I don't see why not. The line is probably almost finished by now to get one. Yeah, so. it, it's ridiculous. Apple and, sheep. And <laughs> if he turns in his phone, he gets like two hundred dollars off of it. But I'm like, still, I'm like, this one alone was eight hundred and fifty dollars that I'm still paying for. Oh, not a chance. It's ridiculous. Not a nope. chance. Nope. If it has an actual airplane mode where it turns into an airplane, maybe I'll continue. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Till that point. No That's a good one. I like that one. Transformers <laughs> more than meets the yeah. eye. Dubstep sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Derek. Yeah, you're you're going to become part of our regular cast. He, he has to. It's a given thing now. He's part of the family at this point. Love this guy. Uh, and as for me, my home office is up and running. It's operational. It works. It's a thing. So I'm excited. At this moment. And last but not least. <laughs> you know, seriously. You got to stop cueing me thinking I've forgotten stuff. That's happened twice this this episode along. That's got to stop. That's no no bueno. I'm, I'm a, tra- well, you've I'm a trained professional. Well, you've been under a lot of stress in the last couple of months. It's, it's, I'm a trained professional. Don't try this at home. <laughs> Sherry, my love, go ahead. Um, I've started a new book. Which one? Are you writing it or reading it? Reading. Because I want to hear when you write. Because yeah. you, write, you write freaking phenomenal. I don't want to hear it because you write phenomenal. You've I, sent me some stuff that's blown my mind. I write small stuff phenomenal. Yeah, well, when, we, when you do the, the, the D&D stuff, you, you do this art, there's artistry there. You've got Thank skill. You've you got to use you. it. 
Thank you. Now, I've started a book called Wild Seed Mm -hmm. by Octavia Butler. Yeah. Um, It's like nothing I've ever read before. What makes it different? It's so interesting. Um, It's in Czechoslovakian. (laughs) (laughs) No. Well, one, it's set in Africa, which you don't get a lot of Mm sci-fi set in Africa. Okay. Um, At least it is. It's in Africa at the moment, but they seem to be leaving. Um, It's about... There's this man. I, I don't really know how he he's he's able to um, leave his body and go into other people's bodies. It, he kills it kills the other it, like the other person's soul leaves, so mm-hmm. he takes it over completely, and he can only and he runs through bodies quickly. So this is not a good thing. Okay, but he feels he is superior to everyone, and he is creating. He's like breeding people that have special abilities to each other, trying to achieve more special people in order because he the more abilities someone has, the longer the body will last. Now, for him. I, I don't know if I, I picked up on this earlier. You may have said something. Does he have a body of his own anymore? No. Okay, so he has left his and he's just bouncing Long around. Long ago, from he's been to around for hundreds and hundreds okay. of years, and he has encountered the main character mm-hmm. of this story who um, she has a shape-shifting ability. She can heal from pretty much anything. She can change her shape. She has her own form, but she's been now alive for about 300 years because she um, is able to heal anything. Mm -hmm. And she... um, It's just really neat. And he thinks that she is possibly a descendant of one of the groups of people that he had been purposefully breeding together. And he Mm -hmm. refers to her as a wild seed. Mm-hmm. And now he wants to know how she ticks, and it's is he really try interesting. And possess her or? Um, at this point, uh, no, he doesn't want to. What he wants to do is he wants to breed her. Ooh. well, okay then. It's very interesting. It's as I said. It's <laughs> I, I love I love sci-fi. It's nothing like I've ever read before. And mm-hmm. this is an author that I've been meaning to read for a very long time. Who's the, who's the author? Octavia again? Butler. Thank you. And she's somebody that um, I've read bits and pieces of, but I've never read one of her full books. Mm-hmm. And um, Audible just did a huge sci-fi sale mm-hmm. where they had a ton of their sci-fi on sale for $4.95, $5.95, $6.95. So wow. I picked up a ton of new books, including three Octavia Butlers that I've mm-hmm. been dying to read. And this is the first one. Actually, I, I'm listening to it. I'm not reading it. Mm-hmm. But it's really tremendous. Cool. It's really tremendous. Highly recommended then. Highly recommended. All right, listener, you heard that. Octavia Butler, The Wild, wild Seed. Just Wild just Seed. Just Wild Seed. Mm-hmm. Not The. Nope, just gotcha. Wild Seed. My question is, though, is that is this guy who does the body snatching, are we sure he's not just trying to infinitely stretch the Hulu like seven-day trial? Because or... <laughs> that's why I would do that. <laughs> at the moment, at the moment in the story, it's during the slave trade. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, it, Hulu's not a thing yet. Okay, just check. So, so. not quite there yet. <laughs> yeah. Possibly. Maybe. All right. There you have it. I, I wanted to end with that because I, I want to spend some time on that. That was mm-hmm. cool. Um, so, you got to let me know how to end. Well, don't yep. let me know how to end, but no. let me know if you like it. If how it I ends. continue liking it. Okay. Yes. So, for Billy, for Tanya, for Ian, for Sherry, for Monk, for Chris, for Derek, and for me, I am also Chris. 
This has been Monkey Business, a product of the Money Monkey Corporation, purveyors and producers of the Flower City Comic Con, coming at you like a spider monkey. And uh, we will see you all very, very soon. Follow us on Facebook, follow us on Patreon, follow us on Twitter, follow us everywhere we go, and we will lead you to where the entertainment is. Have a great week, and we'll see you all soon. Dumb fence. Dumb.